Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, man. Welcome back, Scarlett. <laughs> Lord knows what episode it is today. Uh, it's 24. 24. Yeah, 24 is it's like the second we're coming nearly, of age. We're nearly halfway through a year, man. I know. Making six I, months. I was editing this, um, our last episode, and I was thinking the same thing. I was like, a couple more ex- episodes, number 26, and it's six months. Can I you mean... This? That is actually wild. It also doesn't feel like that long, which is what fears me the most. No, <laughs> it doesn't feel that long. It's gone by really quickly. Um, hopefully we feel this way in another six months yeah. and <laughs> we can continue what we've started. But but then when I think about, so it was my dad's birthday recently. Oh, turned, happy yeah. birthday, Mim's dad. And, yeah. and while we're on the topic of Mim's family... I've heard one of her family members wants a shout out. <laughs> oh, it's my sister. So, hi, Mim Sis. Oh, yeah. Thanks she... for the support. Yeah, she is anyway. a massive supporter, actually. <laughs> She's always listening to the episodes. So, shout out to Eloise. Um, yeah, it was my dad's birthday recently. He's a big 71 now. And I know, very old. And for his 70th, we went to um, the Savoy. <gasps> and yeah. And we were talking about it, like, on his birthday. And it felt so long ago. It was in last November, obviously. And my mum was like, oh, it was just before lockdown. And we were like, no, it wasn't, no. It was the year prior. (laughs) (laughs) It was November and lockdown was in March. So um, it's weird. When you look back on the year, like, even Tiger King feels like a lifetime ago but it was this year yeah so it's weird I've lost all sense of time to be honest yeah I I I couldn't even tell you Mm. other than the fact that I know because we normally record on the same day Mm. like I have no concept of time and space and all of that stuff right now all that good stuff but anyway Mm. how are you yeah, I am not bad. We have, <laughs> we we recently. Peppy. I mean, listen, you're not going to get more than that from me, to be honest. <laughs> ever. Um, we bought a crock pot. Ooh, <laughs> I know. Yes. Go to Lidl. They are on offer. Ooh, big I've time. already got one. I've already oh, got one. Oh, yeah. you're on it then. But for the past couple of days, we've been obviously doing crockpot meals. But you soon realise that you cannot eat the same meal for lunch, dinner, and then the following yeah. day lunch. It's I'm I woke up to the smell of crockpot because Mister Big had put something in overnight, yeah. and the, it smelled good. 
but it was you don't want to wake up to the making smell. me feel a bit sick in the morning I'm not mm. gonna lie. and then I ate it for lunch so I feel a bit stuffed that like, is the things crock pots obviously tend to be larger like a large quantity it's gonna normally mm. be at least like sort of like four servings yeah um, and at the moment I'm cooking for both me and my flatmate which we wouldn't normally do because mm. I just in these dark dark times <laughs> I can't eat the same meal four days in a row like I can't yeah. so yeah it re- and like our freezer is stuffed to the max when I'm just like look we've had that this week we can have yeah. it next week but we're not having it for a second time <laughs> I know it really puts you off certain foods yeah it do does it. if you overdo it yeah yeah Oh, well, that's how I am. Exciting venture. (laughs) Oh, God. Is that that the epitome of my life? Crockpot talk? I don't know. Well, you like anything to do with crocs, don't you? (laughs) (gasps) Maybe that's it. (laughs) (laughs) How's your week been? How are you? I am good because this is my time to shine. Mm -hmm. I'm a festive person, people. Yeah, you are very much. I am wearing like one of my Christmas jumpers. Yes. Um, yeah, this is like, I don't know what, if I've been sent from the North Pole or something, but this is my time of year. I like being festive about anything, don't get yeah, me Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love fancy dress. Like, I'm very up for being in like the theme of any occasion. Um, but obviously Christmas, there's that run up to it. And so, yeah. I'm feeling happy about it, even though who knows what Christmas is really going to be. But I'm trying to be positive. We're getting our tree today. Um, And yeah, Christmas jumpers for the next foreseeable. Cool. (laughs) And on on the topic of Christmas jumpers, my... So we're not going to do fashion stories this week because we've got a quite a heavy topic. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And also this, my little fashion qualm um, I'm going to raise instead of fashion stories this week is about Christmas jumpers. Now, fast fashion is obviously something that the world is very aware that we sort of need to stop. And one of the biggest problems is those one-off occasion pieces Mm. such as a Christmas jumper for a lot of people like you know if you turn up to work and there's those Christmas jumper days and like I'm guessing you don't have about well I don't even know if you have a Christmas jumper Mim. I think I had one at some point but like but literally i don't have a collection that's, of festive jumpers that's the jumpers. perfect example <laughs> that then like if there was a charity day at work and everyone's like getting in the spirit and everyone's yeah. gonna wear a christmas jumper to go out and buy a jumper for that day mm. is really wasteful especially you're not someone who would maybe wear them every year so like is that something that actually we should do i know it's mm. a charitable day mm-hmm. but like you know it's another thing a bit like a Halloween where you have those one-off costumes and let's be honest are you ever going to dress up like the same thing the next year or ever again we kid ourselves we could use it again but yeah so I was wondering if you had an opinion on Christmas jumpers and the Christmas Mm. jumper day so I would say I'm an anomaly okay because I have an array of Christmas jumpers but I wear them consistently from the 1st of December onwards 
<laughs> genuine um like like every day mm. and like and, and yeah, I have, that's like, not normal that I wear to like the gym and <laughs> mm. like but that is like because I own them I use them for yeah. a month and I've I've had this collection and I normally get a jumper a year I haven't got a jumper this year um because there's not very good options this year must say really um but yeah um I have had my collection now for at least five years that's and I wear them good. and I wear them every December wow investment Christmas jumpers who would have thought there was a <laughs> there was a gap but I think I'm I'm the odd one out there. I think there are lots of people who are quite festive and do dress up when you, you know, your colleagues in the office and we have dress up days and things. There are a fair number of people who do partake um, in these sorts of celebrations. So I do think there are loads of scarlets out there who, you know, do like to dress up, but you can, enjoy dressing up and still buy a new jumper every year and yep. you cannot really enjoy dressing up have one christmas jumper and wear that year after year because you're not bothered to go out and buy a new one you're like i have one already i'll just rinse that one yeah it really is about making a conscious decision to be like am i gonna how many times am i really gonna wear this you know realistically. Yeah. um I don't buy Christmas jumpers only because I'm just lazy when it comes to a theme, if I'm honest. (laughs) Like, I'm just, I don't plan that well for themes. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very much a turn up on the day kind of person, even with Christmas. Christmas, um, My family's like on the WhatsApp, like, especially my mum and my sister, um, planning the meals and stuff and what have you ordered yet and what are we going to eat and all that and like just as an example um I'm not like that um I don't really care so (laughs) (laughs) um so I'm the sort of person who would I've had one Christmas jumper um but that would be it for me I'm not I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to dress up just as long as you're going to wear the thing again you know yeah I think there's got to be some level of consciousness and also like let's be honest if you're someone who doesn't own a Christmas jumper and you think, you know what, I might buy one for that like one day at work, you're not gonna spend loads of money on it. It's gonna be cheap. It's gonna be made in some like questionable conditions potentially. So like, yeah, mm. got to be some some responsibility with that, I guess. Yeah, as with everything. Yeah, which leads mm-hmm. us nicely onto we are discussing um black friday and cyber monday really yeah yeah um so after a, an ad break that's what that's what we'll hear <laughs> <laughs> We interrupt this broadcast to remind you, go follow us on Instagram, starloversubstancepod, shoot us an email, starloversubstancep at gmail.com, find us on YouTube, find us on Twitter, we've got all the links on our Instagram, you know what to do.
And we're back. Wow. <laughs> Whoa, where did we go? Um, so yeah, as with the rest of the UK nation, we are talking about Black Friday and Cyber Monday and just being horrified at the scenes that we've seen this year. Um, normally, post, you know, Black Friday week, um, we see scenes of people rushing into like curries Mm -hmm. and fighting people for a tv carrying out some giant tv boxes yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. yeah. um a george foreman is being you know someone's being scratched (laughs) you know scratched down their face for the last george foreman grill or something like yeah and we see these videos and they're fun to watch not gonna lie um but because we haven't been able to enter stores Mm-hmm. particularly in England I mean Wales and Scotland have had their own different scenarios in terms of this second lockdown um I mean Black Friday and Cyber Monday has been exclusively online let's yeah. say um except for like what you could pick up in supermarkets and stuff and mm-hmm. like um yeah um so it's been a different um manifestation let's say of black friday and a lot like throughout this year the question really has been how are fashion brands and fashion retailers going to make up for their lost sales that they've experienced all year and the obvious response is like well christmas and that kind of holiday season draws in it draws in normally like a fifth of sales annually for these businesses which is huge so because people are so ready and waiting with their wallets open at this time of year everyone thought you know there's going to be crazy discounting to really like suck all the money and the sales that they can out of this this time of year Mm -hmm. um and we definitely saw that we definitely did and i think before we go on to some of the frightening scenes we didn't see people scratching each other but we might as well have from some of the online activity um (laughs) so basically i was going to talk a bit about the origin of black friday Um, oh good because i was thinking we should kick off with that as well (laughs) (laughs) um what's it um you've got brain fart yeah but we um uh kinetic kinesis like no, 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 no Something like same like same minds or something, but that's not the phrase. <laughs> oh, it's like um great minds think alike. Yeah, there we okay. go. <laughs> oh, lost my words there. Um, so yeah, Black Friday is at the informal name for the Friday um following Thanksgiving in the mm-hmm. US. So it originated mm-hmm. from the US, and so in my head, I don't really remember Black Friday being a big thing here until about six seven years ago that I can remember yeah for me it's even less I think about four years yeah but I I always think like I've a very bad concept of time so yeah I'm as we said a few years. we don't know <laughs> if we're coming or going half yeah the time. <laughs> especially these days but yeah, yeah so like but in the US it's been a it's been a thing and it mm-hmm. used to mark the the shopping window for Christmas so it yeah was, that's what it was basically it was marking the beginning of the christmas shopping season and so there would be sales in shops for those people who have been eager enough to have already thought about christmas and 
get mm-hmm, some sales mm-hmm. before um, mm-hmm. the festive period begins. And they think it started in the 50s, which is yes. so easy. Yeah. So the term, I was looking at where this phrasing of Black Friday comes from. Mm-hmm. And there are some myths kind of lingering yeah. around where people think it's come from kind of one thing and... So the first recorded term of Black Friday was basically it marked the crash of the US gold market in 1869. So there were these two financiers, like stock market financiers, and they basically tried to buy up all the gold that they could so that they could force the price of gold to go way up. Wow. And then so they can sell it at this astronomical price afterwards. And when their kind of scheme unraveled and people found out about it, this was at a time where the gold standard was like an economy was based and a currency was based on the value of gold. So you can imagine once people found this out, the stock market crashed and mm-hmm. loads of people went bankrupt. So that was the first time we saw the term Black Friday. Then there are kind of myths that it comes from. It has like a connotation back to plantation and slave ownership and stuff, but that has no like real basis as far yeah. as... Um, Maybe that's someone connecting the term black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so I got this from the History Channel because we can trust the History Channel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, most likely is in the 1950s, as you said, Philadelphia police used to describe use this term to describe the day after Thanksgiving because there would be these huge sales and it's a day that the police couldn't take off. It, they had to do a lot of crowd control. Mm. There'd be a lot of shoplifters out and they'd be like taking advantage of all these high spenders who were in the area. Um, and it was just a bit like the day they dreaded. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that is really where the true meaning of Black Friday has come into being but ever since then it kind of like the term spread across the US and it actually became a retail holiday like a thing and then Mm -hmm. as you said recently it's come over here and we've just lapped it up yeah I think it's a typical British thing that in recent years I think as well we've we've taken Halloween and run with it so much more than I remember being as kids as Mm. kids it was like yeah like you go trick-or-treating now like there's halloween themes all over it's like it's the same we're just becoming the holiday sort of juggernaut as well um so yeah it's infamous for its sales i guess it's basically the the uk equivalent of boxing day Mm, but on but on um on thanks after thanksgiving Mm -hmm. um i imagine the us also has boxing day but I don't live there, so who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's got crazy sales and it's it's kind of one of those things where I guess if you're going to wait, like say you've got an investment mm-hmm. or I don't know, you want to get that shark hoover that Mrs. Hinch has recommended. <laughs> like you want to get something, <clears throat> you're going to wait and see if it's going to be discounted on Black Friday, because a lot of things are, like you said, TVs and stuff like that. So like a lot of people bide their time for these sales. And up until this year, like you said, there would be some crazy queues. I'm thinking of like the pictures that you get. You know how a lot in the US shops are like in these huge industrial estates 
like mm. all like these like kind of shopping outlets like it'll be this huge kind of like parking lot as they would call it mm-hmm. of just like so many parking spaces and then loads of big kind of shops next yeah. to and there'd just be these crowds and scenes of people queuing like they'll finish thanksgiving dinner and get in a queue like overnight and stuff yeah like it's wild i mean for the uk um the boxing day sales was the biggest thing yeah really that was what people waited for um and i remember you know people in my family my mum like going apeshit for it Mm. Mm. (laughs) um but my how things have changed yeah so for the first time that I'm aware of because I can't see how it could have happened another time no in-store purchases could really happen for a lot of people putting on a sale Mm. and I know that online shopping and online retail is a much larger industry than it ever used to be Mm -hmm. but this year we still saw falls in in sale figures on black friday Mm -hmm. because stores like literally yes you could have the best online i think it was john lewis had their best day for online sales ever Mm -hmm. but they also didn't have a single person enter their shop like that day because obviously yeah. they're all shut and mm-hmm. that counts for so much yeah I suppose it just can't compete with a retailer that has like 200 odd stores across the UK and if all of those are closed can their online e-commerce kind of logistics and everything handle all those sales yeah it can't like no and also in shops I feel like you would be like, oh, oh, like there's that. Like online, I knew exactly what I wanted to buy before mm. Black, like Black Friday. So like I have now used it and especially this year, it fell on my payday, as I mentioned last week. Um, and also I've become aware of it. And now like I try and do my Christmas shopping then with those sales. So then I can get my family thing, nicer things than I would get them otherwise um yeah I think it's I think this fall in kind of spending has been for a number of reasons so you know previously we've talked about how luxury fashion was um hesitant to jump on the online shopping thing because of transparency of price and online gives you a transparency of that same product in multiple different places. You couldn't go to five shops in a row looking for the same item, but online you can, it's so quick and easy and you can see who's selling the same object for less. And then on top of that, you have places like Amazon. If you're a prime member or if you're a member at other places, they're giving you access before the actual sale to either shop the sale or even know what's going to happen in the sale so you don't you're not buying stuff as much on a whim if you don't want to you know you can be an even more discerned customer if you want to but i just to give you like the scale of thing actually before i go on to my next point i think another thing is you know mary portas that woman who used to be on our tvs and she used to talk about like the high street yeah um she ran a survey 
and it was just surveying people regards to their attitude towards like black fridays and stuff okay and 61 percent of people agree that consumerism around big shopping events are out of hand yeah so i think there was very much this belief or um desire to want to like curb our consumerism and choose more ethical spending or conscious mm-hmm. spending because of corona yeah um wanting to shop small of course but also just um i think we've been seeing a more like more and more trends towards like conscious living in the past couple years anyway yeah and this is just really taking the biscuit yeah for sure i think i think it's something as well where we all fall victim of it that we think owning more items is something that's going to make us happier like mm. the oh why would i buy one nice dress when i could buy five and actually like that's just ridiculous yeah like literally what probably about well let's say a hundred years ago mm. people probably owned about five outfits yeah do you know what i mean yeah and like and like back in even maybe the 50s you'd have one good suit you'd have like one good outfit kind of a thing yeah yeah and like you'd have your best clothes and you'd have a small amount of those outfits and you'd really look after the things you owned and you'd repair and darn and do all these things until those outfits are threadbare and Mm. then you replenish but we've we've created this consumerism where like not only do you have a tv in your bedroom and living room but you might also have it like in a study and like in your kids rooms like Mm -hmm. there's kind of no need for it and of course that's really lovely for entertainment to be in multiple rooms in a house Mm. but like we've just we've just excused so much consumerism by like, but, oh, but it's just convenient. Or like, oh, well, if I own 500 pairs of pants, I don't have to do much washing. Like, Mm. or like, it's this thing where we have all these excuses and these days really don't help. They really don't help. Yeah. I think this might be the first year that I didn't buy something. Like, I mean, I'm not a big didn't really know of Black Friday until probably about three or four years ago for like my own shopping sort of stuff. I mm-hmm. mean, but this is definitely the first year that I, I haven't at all really bought anything for myself. I thought you, oh, you bought Christmas presents. Didn't I you? bought, yeah, I bought my family's Christmas presents, but I didn't buy anything for myself. I wasn't like, gosh, yes, can't wait for that. Because you know what? I'm really over having sales in my inbox all year we've been flooded Mm. with discounts and I'm kind of a bit over it so I don't Mm. know if I'm just oversaturated with the problems of the like the high street at the moment so it didn't Mm. really appeal to me or I guess I've got the knowledge that well don't worry ASOS is going to have another 20% off day soon and Topshop yeah, there's no rest sense in, of urgency. Rest in peace. <laughs> we'll have a discount. And they did. Like, Topshop's currently got another sale on. ASOS has another sale on. Like, yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird that we even had that day in some respects. Yeah. So to get uh, an understanding of just like how manic Black Friday is, yeah. Um, figures from PWC has 
basically said before lockdown, Black Friday spending was expected to increase by 8% this year, wow. taking it up to um, £8.4 billion <laughs> from £7.8 billion the previous year, 2019. Yeah. Is, um, huh? is this global? UK no, this is the US? UK. Wow. This is the UK. And interest would be about half of half of the people in the UK would be interested in buying during this, you know, shopping yeah. holiday. Um, and then when the second lockdown was announced, they had to re like kind of recalculate and they predicted that sales would fall to six point two billion pounds. That's a fall of twenty percent. So the idea was that people like I'm not going to spend as much if I'm definitely not going anywhere, mm. definitely not doing much, um, or just kind job. of a bit. Uh? <laughs> Might be losing my job, like exactly all of these things, and just yeah. like this, like sentiment of like I can't be fucked anymore. Do you know what I mean? Not not able to see my family this Christmas anyway. So like you know, mm. for extended family members and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's there's been a real knock-on effect for retailers this second lockdown. And actually, I didn't even think of it at the time that we were locked down for it. And then it's only sort of looking at figures and thinking how that's actually, yes, so many businesses have been crippled like by this lockdown and this whole situation, like the hospitality industry, of course. Mm -hmm. But like, this is also we're trying to balance and it's a really fine balance of keeping our economy alive and protecting people's health Health's i don't even know health. My, my, no, i think health is just a just health it's people's a plural health? word yeah people's health yeah it's the second one people's well-being yeah okay <laughs> um i promise i'm quite I'm quite um, articulate normally, but you know when you kind of... That's what you think. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyway, I have a lot of mind farts. It's really distressing. Um, Anyway. So um, we're saying all this really because Pretty Little Thing, Boohoo.com, same family. Was it? I don't think it was Pretty Little Thing. No, it was a pretty little thing. Was it? Because it was also Miss Pap. Miss oh, P-A-P. they're all doing it. Okay. But the one that I saw with my own eyes and the one that other people have reported on as well was pretty little thing. But by no means are they the only culprit. I mean, there's about, what, 10 of these websites? I couldn't even probably tell you half. Yeah, and them. they're all, yeah. like, half of them are owned by Boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we give so- them a rap, but, like, if you want to come on our podcast and defend yourselves, yeah, by yeah, all yeah. means. <laughs> so they had, and I've never in my life seen this happen, a 99% off sale, yeah. up to 99%. I saw tops go for three pence. Like, a pair of jeans, I who think. Who buys things I for think pence a pair of anymore? jeans went for 30p. Yeah, jeans for 30p, shoes for 25p. I thought Primark prices were low. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I yeah. thought Primark prices were low. I know, that, I think, I mean, I haven't shopped in Primark for years, but when I was a kid, I remember being like, this is a steal! <laughs> like, yeah. And I actually, it doesn't sit well with me. I actually don't think I could buy a top for 30p. 
I actually physically don't think I would want to. Well, you know what was going through my head when I was on the website? It's like, I know this quality is shit. Like, I know this. Yeah. And I wouldn't buy it if it were more expensive anyway, because I don't like the quality of their stuff. And I understand that people buy stuff from them. This is where the problem is. People buy stuff from all kinds of retailers and whatever, just for like holiday looks or one-off looks and things like that. That night out look, because you're only going to wear it once because you're going to get that Instagram photo of you staring at the floor. I still think (laughs) that it's just not worth buying it doesn't no. look that nice yeah like, we can we can tell point. you only spent three pence on it yeah. <laughs> and you know how um and they so all I'm, look the same the yeah. fabrics all look the same yeah, they are it is like such like such basic like generation z or z gen whatever they're mm. called like style yeah that no but that's, yeah like that's the thing so they're either they're either selling off or trying to sell off overstock yeah where they've already sold a lot of it already made their money back made a profit on it and they've got x thousand number of units left and they're like let's just flog it and create this buzz online and have people flocking to our website or it's stuff that they've specially manufactured to put in the sale because we all know we all people know like zara do that <laughs> they make the same thing using cheaper fabrics yeah. or whatever hit that image with a bit of photoshop so it looks great online when really it's a lower quality product and you you think you're getting a bargain and really mm. it's not the same thing so it, yeah it's either that and then topshop was doing 80 percent off like yeah, that's a lot to, to top shop. But the, but I didn't see many things that were eighty percent off. This is where also up to yeah, is up to. ridiculous because most things I think had maybe twenty percent off or some things were fifty. You, don't you think they create um, an expectation? Yeah, I mean, I almost, I almost get annoyed if it's not eighty percent off, like <laughs> because I'm like, well, don't advertise it. Um, but I guess the biggest problem that comes with this. Mm is you're selling a top for 4p Mm. so like you said you've either made enough money to justify it Mm -hmm. but we all know there's low margins in these cheap clothing like cheap clothes Mm -hmm. so have you actually paid less than 4p for this garment because are you you must be you must need to break even on a product you have to like and business is business at the end of the day like if you're struggling that much hold on to this stock and flog it next year Mm. like if it's not going now but like to sell something for 4p implies to me that you haven't even paid for p for that garment that's what it tells Mm, mm, me mm. or if you have it wasn't a hell of a lot more and that's what's really worrying it was like one p it was one pence or something um we already know what goes on with these brands where they're sourcing their products from and i mean we had a shocker this year shocker in quotation marks that even within the UK, we know there's modern day slavery. We know that exists. The government's been banging on about it for, you know, you walk through airports and they're like, are you a modern day slave? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we know it happens here. And, and to see... injured at work. Are you a modern day slave? 
<laughs> have you been injured at work and they're not paying you? Ever? <laughs> um, yeah, um, we know that these exact websites are paying people below minimum wage in, in this the country, UK yeah. to produce or to box up or to courier or whatever, whatever part of their business to make this stuff this cheap. And and then a lot of people, you know, online, rightly so, have been commenting on the um, environmental impact of what's going to happen with these garments afterwards. And don't mm. get me wrong, I don't want to put all the blame on these companies. And the reason why I'm saying that is because as an adult, you have to make your own decisions about where you spend your money yeah. um, and how much you fall prey to these ridiculous consumerism (laughs) scams and just things you don't need and we all need like a level of personal responsibility to it but it sets a precedent for like next year's sales are we gonna have 100% off like what the fuck yeah (laughs) I mean you can't get any more than up to 99% off like I'm not being funny how much cheaper can a garment be than 4p like you can't get anything for four piece. So what you you could have got an outfit. I'm pretty mm. sure you could have got a whole outfit on one of these websites for a pound. Yeah, 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 for sure. I Which is like who, who you can't like, even get like a can of coke for a pound anymore. Mm. Like my god, yeah, <laughs> that's just ridiculous. And yes, of course, it's something that like you wear it once and it'll be discarded and there's some a whole thing wrong with that in itself Mm -hmm. it like that's not acceptable but like like you said why on earth are people gonna pay (laughs) their normal prices which are really cheap as well where you'd maybe Mm. get a night out outfit for like 40 pounds or maybe 30 like if you got a dress Mm -hmm. shoes and some earrings like whatever it Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. Uh, why can you ever expect someone to want to pay that which is a real problem as well Mm, yeah that happens and we we've spoken about how pricing is integral to what your customer expects from your brand and it completely affects the way um not only if they see your brand as cheap or good quality but it's like why am i ever going to ever going to spend a uh, hundred pound with you if i know that i can get it for 20 for example mm. they're just never going to spend that sort of money with you ever again but it's it's obvious that you know they've been i don't know with pretty little they, things but for a lot of other places they're things, trying to make though. their money mm. just you know how amazon been do. A they sell out. things do you know what i mean like this these companies run on girls mm. getting their night out outfit and for sure that sucks mm. for however long we haven't had a night out to buy an outfit for if that's your thing and that's what these mm-hmm. like, websites live off so i get they've got to mm. it, but surely there's got to be rules on that imagine someone's made that garment and maybe they got paid more than 4p for that garment but like if I made something and someone was flogging it for less than it's worth or like at a crazy price, I'd be offended. Reported that there's been like eight billion pounds loss of sales over like the summer and this year and stuff. 
I mean, but loss is a loss is a tricky word because loss can be like loss pro- against like projected, yeah, projected sales yeah. and not like money that they are now in the hole. Yeah. You know, um, it could basically just earnings. eat into growth. Yeah. yeah. But still, that's a lot of money. That's nothing to sniff at. And a lot of companies are trying to like make their money back in any way shape or form even if they have to and hey maybe but you know what i doing <laughs> you you said <laughs> you said if you had um like some designer bags you'd be selling that for bread these days like who knows <laughs> who knows what yeah, we because be doing? <laughs> because i'd need food to eat not because you know but so do the so do the owners of boot well they're fine but like so do the employees at boohoo.com um yeah yeah, I can understand smaller retailers. But yeah, so this is complete speculation. But when I think of Pretty Little Thing and all that, um, I think that they do this stuff not only just for like online hype, but they are just trying to like undercut their competitors and they'll they'll happily take a loss um, yeah. to generate buzz or to or to just capture more of the market. This like going out, girls night out, girls on tour kind of demographic mm-hmm. um and i think that's what they're doing here i mean right now they're kind of invincible in the sense that there was this massive scandal about they commit slave labor in their factories in the uk and people are still buying their shit it's like they can bounce back from everything yeah and also like they kind of got away with this ridiculous price cut. Like the only people that I I saw and when I was like seeing if there was much for all, like more of the stuff in the news about Black Friday was just the figures not being what they normally are or like mm. that there were website glitches. And so that stopped people because there's no in-store experience. But you, mm. I didn't see for all on the fact that like, sorry, you're selling things for pennies for Mm. pennies the only place i saw that were friends of mine on instagram being like this is outrageous and it was mainly people who worked in fashion so they were like so surely this was made for less than four pennies or 30p for a pair of jeans um well there is more to the economy than just these particular brands i mean like fashion industry in general so like I can understand why there was no f- more focus in general about the state of sales mm-hmm. because it affects more people. Yeah. Like this only really affects the people who shop at Pretty Little Thing and Miss Pap. And granted, it's a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't concern everyone, I suppose. Yeah. You know. But even so, yeah, you're right. There's. I don't know. I've got a question for you. Do you think that next year will be any better? Do you think there'll be any changes? Can you see any legislation (laughs) um, being passed or changes being made in the near future to really like rein this in? You know what? I can't. And actually I feel like this has created a monster. Mm. And the reason these 
these discounts were so crazy and we had week-long sort of exclusive looks into it or Amazon had different deals each day for a week and then you have think you survived it and then bam there's Cyber Monday yeah. like I think that's only going to continue because mm. granted it's a marketing like dream mm. and I know they did it because of the circumstances of this year mm. But I just think it's going to continue because we're, yeah. we're all still going to be in not a great place next year. The economy is still going to have a lot of issues. It's not going yeah. to repair itself. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like the projected figures for unemployment next year are sad and scary. Yeah. So it's still going to be justified, I think. I think that companies will justify it to themselves and think, well, we're going to have to do pretty much that again or whatever mm. it is um mm-hmm. yeah and it's it comes with the thing that's unique about black friday and cyber monday is it comes with this belief that i'm gonna have to buy stuff anyway for yeah. christmas so why not get it at a cheaper price right yeah. so that's like that is capitalism isn't it it's like you as a consumer have the power to choose where you spend your money mm-hmm. and whoever's successful are successful because they just did the right thing, you know, like in terms of companies and stuff. Um, and so because people are so ready to shop at this time of year, I mean, it, I don't think it'd be the same if like the sale was in March, if we had Easter sales, people would be like, I don't need this stuff. Like yeah. who am I gifting? I, I don't this- think it would work if someone was only shopping for themselves. I think people mm. justify it, like you said, because because it's for other people or they would have yeah. to buy this buy stuff this time of year anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a real justification. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's I'm- a time of year as well that we we saw I definitely tend to be like, oh, I deserve it. Like, like I think it's sort of a time of year where we all like sort of like look after ourselves. Mm. It gets dark early, it's cold, it's windy, it's rainy, and you want a a perk up. (laughs) Um, We saw that, I think, at the big, the first, the first lockdown, you know, (laughs) 20 years ago, um, when people were saying, oh, people aren't going to be buying anything. And it's like, no people are still buying stuff because it makes them feel good. Mm, and I, I, feel I good. must admit that like, that's me. Like my, yeah. like the, my friend Faith, I mean, you know, Faith, mm. she's like, Oh, like, you know, everyone's probably saving loads of money. Like at the moment I was like, well, like I'm just spending quite like a lot. Like <laughs> maybe it's more on skincare now rather than clothing because I'm not really like wearing makeup as much. And so mm. I'm looking after my skin or I'm buying the outfit for like when we're finally allowed out. Yeah. Because I really like it. I think for me, it's more, if something sings to me, mm. I don't often like, it's, I'm sure you're the same. Like, you know, when something's like, that is so my style. Yeah. And you don't always find that. So you're like, I'm going to get that for like, mm. because the next time I look for something. I don't want to miss out. Style. Yeah. Because very rarely do I find when I'm looking for stuff like that is me. Um, but yeah, it's not great. I'm definitely, no. I definitely like reward myself like I'm a dog and Scarlet in <laughs> <and> streets. <laughs> um, did you see any crazy discounts or notable discounts for luxury brands because I kind of went looking for them and I didn't really see anything like that no 
No. And, and also, like, I feel like beauty, they are always kind of cautious mm, to discount too much. They normally do a 30% and that's as much as you kind of get. From yeah. What I see. Uh, and it's, and it's not normally on cult products. Um, mm. And yeah, there must be a decided upon sort of discount. Like, I don't think the likes of Cult Beauty, Spacing K, like mm-hmm. all of those, I think there must, there's got to be a decided upon discount. Like, I don't think Cult Beauty can mm. out discount Spacing K because also a lot of these I companies the have brand, their website. Yeah, the brand, um, when they kind of wholesale their stuff out to these websites, would say, yeah this price cannot retail for lower than this. And this is our RRP. And I think that, yeah, they keep it very controlled, even on like the Nepal A's of the world and things like that. Um, I do quite respect. Yeah, no, and designer brands do the same thing. Some brands will never go on sale. Others will say you cannot discount heavier than this. Um, or what it can only does be do, like though, certain colorways or yeah what beauty does do is they bring out the seasonal gift sets and those are the <laughs> those are the ones where you get the discounts on either they make it specifically for yeah. christmas sales so the margin is made to be amazing um or it's overstock or it's old stuff or it's it sets that they they make to fill that gap but they're not doing it on their like um current kind of yes. stuff yeah yeah it normally features sort of miniatures and yep. and the markup on miniatures is huge compared to full-size products so mm. um yeah it's definitely a profitable thing but yeah that's true actually the lu- i didn't see luxury succumbing to any of like there may be pressures to mm. reduce pricing and like like you said the beauty industry for years now has been quite a steady i mean i'm sure the likes of other websites i'm sure like a beauty bay or something like that don't get me mm. wrong I love beauty bay as well yeah. um but they have sort of they have more um more um young people brands mm-hmm, i would mm-hmm. say like people who again for that night out like they buy an a certain color eyeshadow for that out like i don't know there are those people mm. who um they buy lots more makeup maybe than one product or whatever yeah. it is but i think beauty is such sorry to cut your oh did you no, want to say something um, no, i was just saying okay. like yeah so i think beauty is is quite an interesting example of how you can capture a young market and still encourage them to spend a lot of money on something yeah. very premium yeah pretty little things model isn't because they target young people obviously that's their demographic and they make it and what they do is wildly successful Mm -hmm. but that does not have to be the rule you Mm -hmm. know customers are trained to think like that and therefore other people believe this has to be the way beauty like when you watch it on youtube or you read stuff online or you follow certain people um like as you know i'm not like the biggest beauty guru i'll watch stuff about it but do i buy any of the stuff no i just you know it's just entertainment value and i personally wouldn't spend 200 pound on an advent calendar for christmas of beauty stuff 200 300 pound or buy into la mer 
or mm-hmm. these all like what is it summer fridays and sunday rileys and all these like brands which are not cheap mm-hmm. you know and buy their whole like five-step program and stuff yeah oh, lots of young people millennials and gen Z who do buy into this yeah so you can be young and live that life but also believe in invest in indulgent products you know yeah can I think, be done I think the success of beauty is that like I love I love beauty I love all things love a nice serum but I don't know the science so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that thing of well if it's 85 pounds it must be because of like the rare acids inside or like and the algae has been plucked from the great barrier reef itself but i I think it's it's less um it's less touchable or less approachable for us all to know like the justification so the Mm. science i think justifies it somewhat Mm, whereas like you buy you buy clothing you feel that material you know whether it's nice you can see if the stitches are already fraying um Mm. so i think there's some sort of like i'll leave the science up to those guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, i think that beauty like succeeds with but yeah i i mean i really hope that black friday chills out next year Mm. um or that shops have their moments like Look, you guys go queue. You guys go queue for your TVs next year. Like, I fully support that. I want to. I want to get sent a few WhatsApp videos of people getting knocked out. Like. <laughs> what, like the early scenes of lockdown toilet roll? <laughs> oh God. Okay, I don't want a repeat of that, but I do. I do want a TV or two. Yeah, I want a moment like that. <laughs> so what are your hopes for black friday or any sort of comments that you have that you feel about black friday um black friday i didn't really buy anything in black friday actually um i don't really know i don't see it really changing as you've said people are poorer than ever right now yeah and they will continue to be broke next year yeah and so there's definitely going to be a need for this discounting again don't get yourself into debt over christmas for gifts for people and it's hard but don't get swayed into ridiculous black friday deals yeah. if you cannot afford it and although pretty little thing is like oh, but you can afford a five pence pair of trousers or something, like keep your five pence. They're not doing anything good for the environment or for your pocket or for the world or for, or for other the people. Workers. Yeah. Um, am I anti-sales? No, 100% not. I'm like, I'm definitely a sales shopper. But I just don't see how the tide is going to turn. How can you curb something like this? If we say, at the very least, people have to be paid a living wage Mm. and they can't even do that, how are you going to get companies to (sighs) not take the piss? There should be some legislation on discounting. 
You know how like alcohol products can't be discounted by a certain amount because obviously that's harmful and mm-hmm. no, we shouldn't be able to buy like certain, like, well, there just shouldn't be those. But then of all they're going to do, instead of saying this skirt was £50 and it is now £10 yeah. and that's a 75 or what is it, a 70 or 75% discount, whatever. Now they're just going to say this, this skirt is £10. Yeah. No. Um, and we're going to know yeah. that that's a good deal just because we know how, how much things cost and we can compare across the board. Um, but there's always a way out of it, you know? I know. I think that's the problem, and that is fashion to a T. There are ways of going around, <laughs> skirting around the rules. Mm. Um, but, yeah, just as long as it's, like, look, these sorts of Black Friday things on the the pretty little things in life, and um, it just needs to st- it just needs to stop the slavery in this country. Like for one, I think that that's what it like brought out to me and saddened me with was mm. just that re- like reminder that that's what's going on. Yeah, and they weren't even shy about it. Like that's what I felt like it was like a slap in the face, wasn't it? Of like we can sell this at such a low price. Like that's what it was to me. I mean, that's why they put the sale on to just like just shove it create, in our faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe to create a buzz. So imagine you are that girl who takes a different picture and Instagram picture every night out for mm. that dress that you got that you'll never wear again maybe they all had a whatsapp group and were like guys we can now get stuff for like 10p like mm. maybe it works for them it must have done for them to mm. do it you know mm-hmm. well let's see for next year i mean yeah <laughs> that's size to all oh <laughs> uh, you got anything else to add the sigh was everything Okay, great. Well, we'll (laughs) see you next week, guys. Um, I've been Mim. I've been Scarlett. Ciao. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.